Hi folks, I'm Bob Shaw, physical therapist. Brad Heineck, physical therapist. Because we are the most famous physical therapists on the internet. In our opinion, of course, Bob. Today, our title that we're discussed is the seven most important questions to ask your hip surgeon. Yeah. So obviously, you're going in for hip surgery for right. some reason. It might be a hip replacement, it might be a pinning. Yep. But uh, these are the ones, this is pretty comprehensive. And uh, Brad and I were talking about this. They don't all necessarily have to be of your surgeon. It might be his assistant, it might nurse. be his nurse, it, it, it might be, even be your physical therapist for some of these later right. on, so. Yeah, this is a really uh, important video because you ever go to the doctor and you walk out and you say, oh, I wanted to ask him that, and you completely right. forgot about it, and things are rushed, the doctor doesn't have a lot of time to spend with you, or whatever, and so you can look at this. Let's just say real quickly, Brad, Yeah, you can get the printout of these questions. Oh. Um, if you go to our website, bobandbrad.com, go to the program section. We have free programs there. And this one, just find the title. Uh, uh, it would be under hi uh, hip problems or hip. Hip, hip replacement. Hip replacement. I don't know what it's under, but it's under hip something. <laughs> and uh, under there, you'll find this, the, this particular video. Right. The seven most important questions to ask your uh, hip surgeon. And then you, there'll be a printout. Yep, PDF printout. Click it, and out it comes, and uh, you've got it. Then you got the question. Let's get started, Brad. Okay, number one, can you try physical therapy first? Imagine that, two physical therapists saying that you should try physical therapy first. But <laughs> we've seen many times that, you know, people think they're going to need surgery, and they have some, some therapy, and it goes really well. And uh, they end up not even... Needing the surgery or delaying it? Right. I've got a patient right now, extremely tight hips, limping around for quite a while. A friend of yours, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. He, he just had a stroke, too. But oh, he, right. And he's coming along, so we're working at this as well, and we're stretching it out. Things are getting better. He's probably going to need a hip replacement, but it, at least he's got some relief, and it's going to delay it, make things more comfortable. And right. Tell, Tell us absolutely needed. And at the very least, you're you're preparing the hip for surgery. Right. If if, if you aren't even if you, you still have the surgery, it's mm. in better shape. Yeah. Number two, what is the risk to performing surgery now? So you want to ask, you know, can I avoid surgery? Can I wait six months or a year? You know, is it going to compromise your outcome? Is it going to affect your outcome? Sure. Now I don't think that's as important on hips as it is on shoulders like rotator cuff injuries can actually get worse sure but uh I, it's still a good question to have and you know to me i always ask the patient you know is your health going to be okay in a year a year and a half right because sometimes you don't you're not able to tolerate a surgery as you get older so yeah if you have a heart problem uh, and, you know, and that's lung the problems. Yeah, or the doctor will go over that with those precautions about what limits you from having the surgery. Okay, number three. Again, what are uh, this is kind of all tied together. What are the alternatives to surgery? Uh, physical therapy. There's anti-inflammatories. Mm. There's injections, uh, and you know, just education on on what to how to run your life and 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 keep from hurting your hip. Right. So. Yep. So, number four, what is the, the expected length of recovery? How many days will you be in the hospital? And then we have lots of sub-questions for that, too. Right. Are we going to... Yeah, like, go now? ahead. Let's go ahead and start. Yeah, it right. looks like I'm number one. How long will you need to follow the hip precautions? You know, if you don't know what uh, hip precautions are, they are guidelines given to the patient after surgery, 
And they include such things as, you know, don't cross your legs and, and don't bend your hip greater than 90 degrees and, yep. and all that. So. Yep. And get, make sure that's clear because there's more than one type of hip procedure and yes. precautions are different. Yes, for each doctor, they're yep. different. Uh, next one, will you need full-time or part-time care? If so, how long? So let's talk about when you return home. Right. Are you going to be able to be independent or you need to have a spouse or family member or maybe home care come in to help you out? And that requires pre-planning, obviously. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, will you need a hospital bed at home? Yeah. Good question. Yep. Uh, how soon will you be able to walk after surgery weight-bearing status? Typically, as a 100% weight bearing or as tolerated, but not always. Sometimes you may have complications, and there are some restrictions for. Well, especially uh, if you have if you fractured your hip. All right, and, mm -hmm. and, that, and in that case, you might be non-weight bearing. You may not even be able to. So yes, that, that's going to greatly affect you know your ability to get around yep. if, if, you, if you're mm. not full weight bearing. Uh, I'm next. Huh? <laughs> Will you need crutches or a walker? You know, and if so, how long? So you, you want to, again, pr prepare ahead because you aren't going to go out to the store and get crutches uh, or I guess you can order online too, yeah. but uh, when mean, you're at home. Sometimes they give them to you or they give you know, they yeah. issue to it at yeah, the hospital. Right. But make sure that you don't want to be stuck to be waiting for a walker at home for two days. That's very uncomfortable. It's, it's not exactly. safe. Exactly, exactly. Uh, when can you lie on the operative side? So sleeping in bed or on the couch, can you roll over on the side that's been operated on? Very important to know. It's funny. I, I It's usually sooner than I think. You know, they, they allow it pretty quick usually. Yeah. I, a lot of times on the recheck, they'll say they, that's okay. Yeah, and that's with a hip. I think with a fracture or something like that, it that might be that's different. when you yeah. really need to uh, pay attention more. I'll, I'll, I'll How soon will you be able to climb stairs after surgery? So if you have a lot of stairs, um, you know, I, I can, in therapy, we'll, we'll, a lot of times we work on that before you go home. Right. If, if you're staying in the hospital. Yeah, there's specific pattern on how to go up and down stairs to take the pressure off your involved or right. operated Right, there's a, a right way and a wrong way. Mm-hmm. When can you shower after surgery? That's a really good one. You yeah, want you don't yeah. want to have an infection in that incision because that will really raise havoc in your life. So get that very clear. When can you drive? Um, yeah. It's an important one because you I know when are you going to be able to start getting around? Independence, you know. All right. Yep. Yep. Uh, how soon will I be able to resume normal lifestyle activities besides walking, uh, gardening? Uh, you well, know. going back to work. Yeah, going you know, back to work. You, yep. you, the people exactly. at work are going to be asking you, when can you come back? Yeah. So th that's a good question to ask. Again, doesn't it say be the surgeon? I, I don't know if I'd load up the surgeon with all these questions. Right. But I, I would ask someone that is in the know. Yeah. You know, if it's a typical hip replacement surgery, they can oftentimes say it's probably going to be this. But if it's a fracture or something like that, there's too many other variables right. that may intervene with that. Uh, what are your lifting limits? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah, and you got to pay attention and uh, listen to them. <laughs> I love uh, this next one for Brad. Oh yes, uh, <laughs> when is sexual intercourse feasible after surgery? Yeah, it's a good one to know because you don't want right. to have a dislocation or right exactly uh, <clears throat> mishap there. That. Uh, uh, which, again, this is probably a later question. Which sports can you participate in? Yeah, um, well, plan on none for a little while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and there's some that you may never be able to do again. Yeah, um, I, I knew someone, I, I know him, I haven't seen him for a while, but he had a total hip replacement in his early 50s, and he plays adult, they call it masters, hockey. 
Oh, my gosh. Yeah, and he wants to get back into it. I'm saying, forget it, buddy. <laughs> but well, at least it's not pounding. Yeah, know. well, when you fall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah, going to yeah. fall. Yeah, you're, you're going to fall. You're 50, you're right. playing hockey, and even though they they don't go after people aggressively, but they're guys. Yep, yep. Things are going to happen. Up, get caught up in the emotion. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go to number five. This is the main questions now. In um, this one, I hope you can maybe find out without asking the surgeon, but but how many surgery hip surgeries do you do a year and how many surgeries of this type? And this is a really important mm. question because they have found through studies that the, the surgeons that do more hip surgeries obviously have better results. It's just very, it just makes sense. Right. You know, yeah. if you're doing once, uh, one a year, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I, I don't think I'd go along with that guy. You know, right. I, if he's yeah. doing, I, I don't even know if I'd go along with the guy that does shoulders, hips, you know, is doing everything. Yeah. I, I would, I would like the guy that's doing a lot of hip surgeries. Right. So. Yeah. yeah and, um, yeah, you got to do homework on that. Right. Um, uh, what are, number six, what are the risks of a complication and what are your, what is your complication rate? So you can find that out, you know, how often does this doctor have people have problems and, how often do they have people die? And yeah. A big one is infection rate. Yeah, if you can look at the sure. percentage of perfection rate, their history, um, that's a, probably one of the biggest things. Yeah. Number seven, final question, but then there's some sub-questions on that too. If you're going to undergo hip replacement surgery, you may want to ask these specific questions then. These are, these are just for hips yep. replacements. So... Uh, number one, what is the implant made of? Uh, you know, you want to know if you're going to set off metal detectors in the on the airport. Right. Yep. And if so, then you do have you to, have to let you them know carry a piece of paper yeah. or something in your wallet that helps you get through. And you know, because that happens, this has been going on for years. Yeah. This way. Yeah. Actually. How long will your joint replacement last? That's a good one. Yeah. Is it going to be ten years, twenty years? You know, right. if you're going to be playing hockey, well. Yeah, it's going to be less than that. <laughs> Um, and this is gonna, a good one for your phys physical therapist. What can you do to keep your joint replacement working as long as possible? Um, you know, again, your therapist can guide you on that. Right, yeah. What activities or factors could make your joint replacement wear out more quickly? Again, a physical Falling therapist. Falling in hockey would be. <laughs> yeah, 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 obviously any falls is not going to be good. But, you know, can you go back to running? Right. Uh, I'm quite certain that's a negative. Probably no. <laughs> Sorry. But uh, biking, you know, that yeah. may be a different situation. You're going to have to make sure your seats, your bike's adjusted properly, uh, things like that. Yep. Um, good. Give it one for your therapist. Mm -hmm. again. Uh, and this one's going to have to be a, the surgeon or um, maybe his assistant. Will you need antibiotics for dental care? Oh, so. right. Yeah. Yeah, that you – I know I've had uh, – Knee and hip patients. When they go to the doctor, they've got to take. They got to let them know. Yep, they got to let them know. And sometimes they have to take a, a round of antibiotics before they go in. It's something about you can get infection in your mouth and then you can travel to your hip. Right. Probably. For some reason, these replaced joints really suck it up, don't they? Attract these. Yeah. And you can get infection without even opening the skin. And it's amazing how, how that happens. But it's definitely a concern. And uh, you know, they should make you very aware of that. But yeah, it happened to mother-in-law. It was her knee. Yeah. Uh, but um, she didn't, you know, obviously didn't have any cuts down here. But she had some nosebleeds and stuff. And yeah. I don't know if she got it through her nose. 
you know, sure. picked up a bug. Yep, it gets into your system, yeah. and those it, it seems to go right towards that joint. Right, it's so. you know the metal in there, your body. You know, it's not a normal thing right. to have that in your body, so it reacts differently. It's a good question to ask. Yeah, it is. I'd like to hear a certain uh, espouse. Yeah, maybe we can do thoughts a, on that. Yeah. do a video on that or a yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that would be good. All right, thanks everybody oh, for watching. Oh, we're already done. Yeah, we're wow. done. Thank you.